Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. We are at episode number 51. My name is Elvis. My name is Barbara. So everybody... I just totally interrupted my partner, Elvis. How are you guys doing today? Hopefully you're good. This is episode 51, so we're over our prime. Hopefully (laughs) trying to make it interesting, and we really appreciate everybody listening to us. So back to you, Elvis. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, we are now over the hill. You know that. Or is that 40? Dude, I'm never going to be over the hill. So however you want to put that, everybody can kiss my ass. By now, half of our industry should be back from IDS in Germany. Yep. That looked like that was some pretty cool stuff. A lot of people were posting a lot of neat stuff on Facebook and and LinkedIn and Instagram. It was very cool. Happy to see everyone. Looked like they had a really good time. Mm-hmm. I saw Sean uh, Nowak. Picture of him as he was on his way back and he was in the plane chilling. And I saw a lot of pictures of a lot of good food. A lot of interesting technicians. I saw Bill Murray uh, pointed out that there's printed zirconia now. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, it's like really interesting. Seemed like a really great meeting. I aspire um, to go there one day. Maybe you and I can go together. But welcome back, everybody. And um, there's launches and crazy stuff. And we're looking to hear from you if you want to talk to us about everything that you launched. Well, I will say, I think we should set a goal. Okay. Voices from the Bench, live from Germany, 2021. What do you think? Okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I think that would be a freaking awesome goal. I just wanted to go. And who better to go with than you, my partner? <laughs> so we have two years to learn German. So okay. we, can do the, yeah. we can do the podcast in German. All you have to do is bat your eyes and just be nice. I've heard Argon, um, their booth is like, you know, all beer all day. Maybe that's not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing. <laughs> so today we continue our conversation with Cade Tippett CDT from Texas. We talk more about the DLAT, which is the Dental Laboratory Association of Texas, what they're doing and their upcoming conference. So join oh, us. Oh, oh, tell us when their upcoming conference is. What is the date to that? Because we're going to be there. We have April 5th and the 6th. In okay. a town known as Grapevine, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas. All right. We'll be there. Thank you again to Nowak Dental, John, his wife, Kimmy, and his partner, Brandy, who's his sister. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for supporting us. I'm going to try and put on my ad voice. So here we go. <laughs> have you tried Lisi Press, which is high-strength lithium disilicate from GC? Now, with increased shades in LT, and if any of you guys know what LT is, and all of you, I'm sure, do, that's low translucency. Material is stable after multiple firings with virtually no reaction layer when divested. It has excellent physical properties and aesthetics by axial flexural strength. See, I sound like I'm a dental technician right now, Elvis, but I love it. It's got 500 megapascals, which HDM technology. And finally, there's a lithium disilicate ceramic with the aesthetics and the strength 
that we demand as technicians with, without being low in value. Give your NOAC Dental representative a call at 1-800-654-7623. Or again, remember, noacdental.com. I'm telling you, they're an amazing company, so make sure you visit it. Voices from the Bench. The interview. Transfers to each president, uh-huh. and I've assigned that to the state board email. So whenever they have an issue that comes up regarding dental labs, they'll email us, and then we can send a representation for the hearing and try to be their front and center sure. with a representative. And so that's where it's at right now. And so we have to work out that issue. <laughs> When we finally get an email that they need us. Yeah. So let's segue into that. So the Dental Lab Association of Texas, commonly known as the DLAT, mm-hmm. you were president of that for two years, ending in 17, right? So why did you start participating in the DLAT? I I think it was 2012, and it goes back to my lab school days. Uh, across the street from the lab school was an orthodontic lab. And he became one of my mentors too. Ernest Cardenas uh, owned the Retainer Factory in San Antonio, and I started working for him. Mm-hmm. Well, he started serving on the board when he was president or president elect. He brought me on a committee called Blue Ribbon because he wanted some young blood on there because oh, yeah. we've been accused of being the old boys' club uh, for many years. So he brought me up to bringing ideas and stuff. And then after you serve on committee, then they'll offer you a spot. And so I've, I've served since I think 2012 in some capacity on the board. And the thing was each position I served at kept dropping off each year. I served, we had secretary treasurer. We had vice president, one vice president, two president elect and president and past president. So we had six. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So I was serving secretary treasurer, we had a full board, and then one of the vice presidents had to step down. So then they got rid of that. I served mm-hmm. in that position, and then they got rid of the other one because we, y'all <laughs> know this with NADL. Sometimes it's hard to find volunteers to to serve. Oh yeah, on the board. Yeah, and uh, you're national. We we're you know state, so we have even less to choose from, I guess. And so as we had less people, they would just get rid of each position. But I'm the last one that had to serve all the positions. <laughs> so you broke the mold on every the position then <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome congrats yeah, thank you in 2015 we redid the bylaws and condensed it down to just secretary treasurer vice president and president and got rid of everything else and so you just serve there's five years you got to serve before you're president now there's only two years so it's a little scary in that sense and sure i think there was uh, 2013, our executive director announced his retirement. He had been doing it for 13 or 14 years. Milton Poklatnik, he was past president of NADL. He served at, back when it was delegates. He'd been in the industry for years. Well, he announced his retirement. God bless him. I, I, I understand now why <laughs> as executive director. So we had to transition from executive director-led association into a board the board actually had to do their job now you know we he was doing all the jobs for us and we didn't realize it until he left and we're like oh well who's going to do the bank account who's going to do 
you know, the NADL communication every year. So we actually had to freeze the positions, I think about three times while I was on the board and everybody had to serve a second year in their position. Mm. That's why the president before me, she had to serve two years. And then I served two years just because we were in such a big upheaval transition. It was better to everybody stay in their position one more year to try to get through. But I think we're, we're coming out of it, you know, uh, hopefully I was able to fix what I broke. Yeah. <laughs> I like the stability of the board. That was a good idea to keep everybody where they were and have them serve one more year. Cause sometimes whenever you go off and you go on and people don't know this whole story and the backgrounds. So I think that was a good call. Yeah. And so I'm still involved. Um, the unofficial executive director. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, isn't that forever? It, it, Didn't you tell me that? Yeah. Lifetime position. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> executive director is on a paid position and they never did approve. Even though it's in our bylaws, we can't approve executive director. We decided to run it as a board, you know, because I think the board just needs to know how the things run. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of there as executive administrator. Yep. So gotcha. I'm kind of doing all the background stuff and the websites and the social media. And, and then I'm also conference administrator. So then I'm um, organizing the conference, so to speak. Uh, and the boards all have, board positions all have their jobs. And we all work mm-hmm. together to get the conference going every year, mm-hmm. which is the, our biggest thing that the board does every year is the conference. Yep. Well, I do know, I was told that in 2017, you helped raise a lot of money for the hurricane relief fund that the NADL does when Texas got hit with the hurricane. Yeah, that and that actually affected our conference that year because for the 2018, because we were starting to plan and then the hurricane hit and we had to shift our focus to helping those that got hit, the, the labs that got hit. Yeah. It's a really great, when we were getting con- contacted by people in North Texas that wanted to help down there. So we were, we were kind of the unofficial nexus of that they would come to us and go all right we we want to send Mm -hmm. a big load of you know extra equipment and stuff down there or bottled water uh down there to help out and and in fact one of our board members was in houston at the time or he's a little bit outside of houston he was luckily not hit too bad his home but the lab was Mm. yeah and then we decided to donate you know i forget what it was five thousand dollars or something to the nadl because instead of trying to recreate what NADL was doing, we just were like, let NADL do what it does best. Yeah. And then inform all the members and all the labs, even if they're not members, hey, go to NADL. They have a system where you can get some relief for your lab business. And we were like, well, we need to give some money to NADL to help with that. It was a check we wrote, sent it off and which is great that y'all had that system in there for disaster relief. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we don't need it every year. It's good that it's there. Absolutely. Hey, if lab owners, if y'all are out there and y'all are having a really good year, think about giving to that, you know, store up in the storehouses. You never know when you're going to need it. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I mean, I think they've helped with uh, fires and hurricanes and, you know, who knows. Can we talk about his videos, Elvis? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Cade, in case anyone doesn't know, and they will by now, that you are huge on YouTube with instructional videos. How many videos do you have out? I mean, I don't even know how many. Oh, it's 
I haven't even looked at it in a while. Between 100 and 200 videos, wow. I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's just insane. That's insane. So what made you start doing YouTube videos for ortho? Opened my lab. I graduated lab school. Opened my lab in 2004. I started having this idea as the internet was getting more and more used in everything. I decided to create a website called retainerdesigner.com, which it's still up and still working amazingly. I haven't touched it in years. <laughs> One of the things, so when you get your braces off and you're sitting in the chair and they hand you this color card and they say, choose the color for your retainer. And sometimes, and I saw this many times when I was assisting, they would take an agonizing amount of time trying to choose colors for the retainers because it was almost like permanence, you know, mm-hmm. with the colors that go on the brackets, you know, you're going to change them out every month. This was permanent. So it was taking a lot of chair time, them choosing, do I want pink with silver glitter or silver with pink glitter, or maybe switch that on the bottom. Or And so I came up with the idea, if they will say, hey, Jill, you know, little Jill, you're getting your braces off next month. Go to this website, design your retainer online, come back after you've saved it, print it up or, or email it to me and we'll send that to the lab and the lab can make it. And I, I made it free for everybody to use anywhere. Awesome. And in fact, I'm still getting kids getting, you can actually save your own design. So I chose my top five designs, swirl, half and half, stripes, polka dots, tiger stripes, zebra stripes, camo pattern. <laughs> and you can choose two colors and then you could choose a pattern. And so you could have orange and black tiger stripes or pink with black tiger stripes mm-hmm. or pink polka dots with black dot. You know, it. you could design your own online. And I chose those five designs because I, I can do them in what we call one step, meaning I can build the design in yeah. the first time. Otherwise, I got to cure the first layer, come back, grind in the second layer, fill it in with acrylic, cure it again. And I call that a two-step process. And it takes longer, but you get really cool looking designs. So sure. I realized as labs were using it, they were asking me, how do you make these designs? So I was like, well, let me make a video of me making the designs. And so that's how the channel started. I uploaded it to YouTube and labs can create their own account on retainerdesigner.com. And then there's a playlist on how to make those designs uh, that I created back in 2009, 2010 or seven. How old is YouTube? 2005? It was too long after they started and I uploaded it and it started getting some traction. I started getting comments of people like, Oh, thank you for putting this on there. Can you show me how to bend a wrap around? I was like, okay. So I just set up a camera and bent it. And, you know, some of my first videos are very terrible, but they're still getting a lot of traction. So then it just started as I would do something that I thought would be interesting to somebody who wanted to learn it. I would film it and put it on YouTube. And that's just kind of how I started with the YouTube channel. Cool. That's great. And you got thousands of downloads of people yeah, watching I think I have these things. 15,000 subscribers, 15. And it That's insane. Probably a bulk of them are just kids that wanted to know how the retainer was made or cuz right along with mine are kids that are like here's how to make your own retainer out of a paperclip. Wow. <laughs> it's like which I don't recommend by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> no. <laughs> these kids want retainers and they want to make their own retainer. But I don't, 
they can't get the equipment, but I'm sure there's a lot. They're just curious in how things are made. And I, I find myself doing that on YouTube all the time. If I need to figure out how to change my water pump on my 2007 Dodge Durango, there's probably a video out there of somebody changing a water pump on a 2000 Dodge Durango. Every spring, I have to watch a video on how to get the lawnmower working again. Yes. That's, yes. How, I, yep. that's how I do it. Same video <laughs> every time. I kind of started getting a following of, of regular people you know, asking questions. And so then I created a website called designerretainer.com. It's a blog of posts and step-by-step methods on how to do things when people would ask how to do things. And then Patreon came about and, you know, there was a lot of people that are like, Hey, I'll pay you, you know, for extra videos. So (laughs) I think in 2015, Steve Zara came along and, you know, we'll have an interview with him and we can, talk about you can have your own business on youtube now and make thousands of dollars a month which i'm not so don't (laughs) that's not me (laughs) but if i went 100 percent into the youtube business you might be able to actually make a living off of it wow but then if youtube shuts down then you know you're out of business but anyway that that's kind of how i got started so i have retainerdesigner.com i have designerretainer.com um, and then I have my YouTube channel and a Patreon account <laughs> now, and, and they're all kind of tied together. And I have an archive of all my videos, both public and not public, the website. Wow. And people pay, you know, 10 bucks a month subscription just to access those videos. When I was getting started in the lab, there wasn't any education, especially for ortho labs. Uh, I, there was no red, there really wasn't a book out there or the books were hard to find, or mm-hmm. my friend Jay Tyler had a, he was the only one who had a $3,000 VHS cassette library you could buy. And I couldn't afford that. And I was thinking, if I ever learned how to do this, I'm just going to give the information out there freely for whoever wants to learn how to do it. And it's been rewarding for me too. I've, I've learned a lot of things and, and met a lot of really neat people on the website or in the YouTube channel. I've actually referred a technician we have here at our lab to a video that you did because they were questioning on how to do a certain procedure or whatever. And uh, it was very helpful. And I think labs can utilize these videos within their labs. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think, you know, you've brought a lot more recognition, you know, to your industry, to ortho, um, how to do it, what to do, you know, I mean... I had a couple technicians take the CDT at my uh, laboratory a month ago, and I think it was after we interviewed or you guys interviewed us. And I thought, wow, that's amazing because I've learned a lot, you know, and I like the fact that we're spreading the word. We talk about there not being as much CE for ortho as there should be. And I know that's that's big for you as well, kind of bringing it out there a little bit. So maybe you can talk about that too. I know you have a meeting coming up. <laughs> yeah. Going back to how I got on the board, you know, that other mentor, ortho lab owner, Ernest, Ernie, he uh, got me on the board. And so there were, you know, two ortho on the board, which was unheard of. Mm -hmm. And so he really wanted to start bringing in ortho speakers, you know, and it started with one or two classes. And we were selfish because I actually traveled to the FDLA not long after I opened my lab because Don Inman was speaking. Yep. And he was the only ortho class I could find anywhere. And I didn't want to sit through another denture class. Nothing against dentures, but when you don't do it, yeah, 
and you're sitting in there because you have to get your CE hours. It's just monotonous a little bit. You know, and I love learning about other yes, labs and, I get and, it. and techniques and stuff. And But when it doesn't have anything to do with your lab, it's not a value to take home. And so we've done the conference and now it's grown with the help of Ernie and Priscilla Meyer of JBC and Company. And she's she's an ortho supply company in Texas. She might be a good interview for you because she actually owned her own lab for 30 something years and then formulated her own ortho acrylics because there was nothing out there that she liked and became the first FDA approved orthodontic acrylic. And she did this all by herself. Wow. Awesome. She is a absolute wealth of knowledge and people come from all over. So once we got her on board with the conference, it started growing to not just one day of straight ortho classes, but two full days of ortho classes. So I think at one point we were, had 16 hours. You get 16 hours of pure orthodontic lab content in one location, one weekend. And from that and from the Facebook posts grew the Association of Orthodontic Laboratory Professionals. Chris Jajewski, he's the president and he kind of started formulating this and the response has been great ortho labs that have other ortho labs to talk to because that was the best thing about going to these conferences with other ortho labs is you got to talk to other ortho labs yep and you were in a closet yeah working by yourself you actually got to meet other people with the same struggles as you and one of the things that's always stuck with me is ernie said every conference you know it may cost you seven or eight hundred dollars to go to the conference you know with hotel and travel and registration but if you can bring back one pearl, one thing that you can implement directly into your lab, made the whole thing worth it. Absolutely. And so at the end of each conference, we have a, a, a pearl, ortho pearl discussion forum. Each person in attendance will go around and say, what was their pearl that they picked up during the conference? And it's amazing what different people pick up from different people and companies and stuff. Yeah. Really excited about the whole ortho lab in texas and we've had people can't from canada california florida pennsylvania michigan minneapolis australia germany uh, that flew just to go to this ortho conference <laughs> this dental lab conference that had this big ortho so it was really neat meeting people from all over the place at these events so the next meeting's coming up here real soon in April, yes, correct? Yes, and you know, we're recording this in January, and so I'm about to launch. And next guy, I've got to do some testing, but I'm about to launch the registration page, which will be on dlat.org, shameless plug. No, please, plug away. You can, yeah, you'll be able to register online, which was one of the things that I brought on, because up until 2014, we were, still had paper registration. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that was one of the biggest things that kind of caused me to stay on because I brought in all this technology and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I just modernized it, brought it into the 21st century and where we have online membership, online registration and things like that. Well, somebody's got to maintain the stuff now. <laughs> and so oh, yeah. that's oh, me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, it's not easy. Yep. Yeah. And I don't mind. I enjoy tinkering around with websites and software and stuff. We're going to launch in conjunction with the Association of Orthodontic Laboratory Professionals, AOLP. I'm, I'm having a hard time always flip the letters around, but. Yeah. I think I referred to it as AOL. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, AOL. 
online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. Expect your disc in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's exciting because y'all are going to be involved. Yeah. Um, hopefully, unless y'all get tired out. And y'all are about to go to the NADL, Vision 21, right? And be a part of that. Yeah. So Barb and I, you know, by the time this airs, it will probably be after Lab Day in Chicago. But we will be well-versed in hopefully figuring out how to do this live. (laughs) And we will absolutely be at the DLAT meeting in April which is April 4th to the 6th, right? Yes, yes. So classes are on the Friday and Saturday, so the 5th and 6th. Yeah, I'm excited. I am too. Yeah, when we planned out the floor plan, we even gave you your own little lounge section. Which is good, because we're going to dim the lights, and we're going to put on some flashy outfits and do it like lounge singing is what we're going to do while we're there. (laughs) That is not what we're going to do. That's what Elvis is going to do. Yeah. I have the disco ball ready, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was going to provide the fireball shots. No, there you go. <laughs> well, we do have that. Uh-huh. I think we have an exhibitor reception in the exhibit hall, and we have cash bar, and we have raffle, and, you know, it's a time to mingle with the exhibitors and walk around, and so we'll have something special in your lounge area, fun, or y'all can come out of the corner. Yep. We're super excited. So thank you for having us. Yeah. I want to have more ortho representation on the podcast because I think it's a huge part of our industry that's not represented. And it's funny, the more I learn from you and other ortho people in your videos, even though I tell everyone we're a full service lab, I can guarantee you we are not completely full service because I don't (laughs) understand half the stuff you do. We laugh at labs that say they're full service because we know they're not officially full service. No, there's no way we can be. That is such a huge misunderstanding, I think. Yeah. And I think it's good that we get you guys on and I can't wait to meet other ortho labs when we're there at the April meeting. You know, I welcome any ortho technician to sit down and record with us when we're at the meeting in April. Oh, yeah. I want to learn from all of them. And we have a cool thing set up. We do it every year. It's called Vendor Day. And it's in the exhibit hall. And there's no other classes going on. And so each vendor puts on a table clinic. And it's about 25, 30 minutes long. And we'll have a full schedule. And you get scanned into the the exhibit hall. And you go visit whatever you want, whatever table clinic you want to visit. And I I think other conferences do this same thing, but it's very big. And I I hope we can do something where you have interviews going on all day during that morning from eight to 12 and people can sit and watch the interview take place. (laughs) That'll be fun. And, you know, every time there's a mess up, maybe everybody's got to take a fireball shot. (laughs) Oh no. Yep. Oh yes. Elvis. Oh, yes. If you want to keep it legal, don't have it every time I mispronounce their name. Because <laughs> I will do that every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. <laughs> it, it's really a lot of fun there. I think you're going to have a blast. We had karaoke Friday night. So we provided dinner for everybody. And there's an nice. Austin Ranch, which looks like a bar inside. And uh, it's a very cowboy themed, of course. And we had we had karaoke. And there was cash bar and eating and drink. It was a blast. And I have pictures and videos that I've been told I cannot post 
uh, of <laughs> some of the ortho guys. So I still hold them hostage and can blackmail them at any point. Awesome. And Good you guys have. know who you are if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, well, we're excited. Well, I think what you two are doing is great. Uh, you're, you're really bringing in, you know, as we tried to do our ortho, trying to bring the ortho labs, you're doing the whole dental lab all at once through a podcast that is audio and we can listen to it while we're at the bench working, which yeah. is what I like That's to do. That's the idea. And I listen through the YouTube channel, but I have the Stitcher app, so I need to find y'all on Stitcher app. Yep. And uh, that way I get the most recent. I find myself relating so much with the people you have on. Yeah. I think your very first one was a uh, lab school instructor. Yep. And I was yeah, like, Renata. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the, she's talking about the struggles of the school. And I felt sad because we lost our school. And, you know, it, you really make a connection with each one of your interviewers until they listen to this one. No, then, we love you. Know, you. It won't make it. <laughs> It's a different world for you because you can't see us. I know when we got on your show, you could see us. So I, I definitely know it's a different animal when you can't see the faces and the expressions. So sooner or later, we're going to go live. No, we're not. <laughs> it, it, it makes you feel better. We only saw Barbara's forehead. Yeah, I know. Thank you. That tripped me out when I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. Somebody should have told me. I dwarf. But, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, going live is a whole different animal. There's yep. no retest. And you just got to go with it. Yep. And you'll find when you're at the conferences and you're doing live, you just got to go with it and have fun. And I'm not near the speaker. You know, I watch other YouTubers and they're just so talented in their speaking abilities and being able to they do live and interact with people. And I envy that and wish I could do that. Uh, but it's coming, you know, just yeah. fake it till you make it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, from my experience, you are and you do. So you should uh, you should acknowledge that. You're doing a great job. I love watching you. <laughs> well, thanks. When you just embrace your flaws and you have so many flaws, it's just a big show of embracing. Yep. And uh, everybody just kind of comes along and go, yeah, I make those same mistakes too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I do a lot of live hands-on videos and you know, I'm, I'm popping that retainer off or doing something and something messes up. And I'm like, well, I can't edit that out. Y'all saw <laughs> me totally. Yeah. And I think people enjoy it that Cade's not anything special. He's a technician just like us, yeah. but I'm just willing to put myself out there and make a fool of myself. And Steve Zara goes on live with me too. And, and so does Jay Tyler sometimes. And there are some times where we're just cracking up so much that we don't get anything done. Yeah, I saw Steve on the one episode. Steve works. He sits there, he talks, he's working. <laughs> he keeps working a little bit. <laughs> he, he doesn't stop working. I love it. I think it's hilarious. That guy is so busy. Yep. You know, every time you see a video, he's got case pans behind <laughs> him and there's like hundreds of them. I know. And he's a one-man show. Yep. He does it all start to finish. Yep. We tried to have him on this conversation and he was so busy. We had to... Yep. Wait for another time, but we're happy to have him on later. Yeah, and I think his daughter is maybe going to the Olympics on the swim team. like Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So he, he's busy going. That's unbelievable. That's something you don't, you got to take time for that. So. Yeah, it speaks to this industry. And that's one of the reasons I reopened my lab and it's just me and my wife. And, you know, I do the bending and I do the acrylic and she does the trimming and polishing and 
we just kind of work together because we have eight year old in a and an almost three-year-old wow. in the house also. And I would have never got to see my two-year-old as much as I do when I was working for another lab. Sure. But owning your own lab, being, you know, a small mom and pop like Steve is, he can just take off and go, you know, you work the night before, get all your work done, and you can just take off. You don't have to ask anybody. Yep. Mm. I envy that. I think that's, I think that's cool. <laughs> I really do. I'm raising some Barbaras um, <laughs> that are growing up in the lab. Right. I, I kind of wonder how I never, I'm not going to push them into the lab business, but we'll just see how it goes. Oh, yeah. There you go. It'll be there for them. And that's why I chose Tippet Orthodontic Lab is it can be theirs when they want to take it over mm-hmm. and I want to retire and they need to take care of me. Yeah. <laughs> we need the next generation. Exactly. So. Yeah, my 12-year-old may be a game programmer, yeah. you know, or he may make the next three-shape software. You never know and just try to point them in the right direction. Well, the amount we spend for our three-shape, that would be the smart move for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then work for dad on the yeah. side, double it up. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've heard stories. That Steve has one of these where, you know, he worked for his dad and, and his dad paid him like, I forgot, 200 bucks to set teeth on a denture. And he was making way more money than his friends were. Yeah. They'll always have a job. In fact, my 12 year old scans the prescriptions into my software. Nice. So we, we have a, a digital prescription software that I use for ortho. Yeah. And we still get paper scripts in so we can scan them into the digital script and it'd be all in one. So if he wants to make an extra five bucks, you know, he'll have to scan for me for two hours. He can then spend that money on video games or drones or whatever he wants to spend it on. Teach him to do it early. You know, I love it. We appreciate you coming on, Cade. That was a real easy hour conversation and I learned a ton and we are super excited to participate in the upcoming convention. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited and that's why we put your logo front and center on the floor plan for all the attendees to see. So the ones that have heard of you or have it will look you up or get excited to come and meet you in person. Thank you. And I'm excited to meet y'all in person. Or be as far away as possible. So depending if they (laughs) listen to every episode or not. (laughs) Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Yes. Same thing with the people that know me from my YouTube channel. I'm surprised they still want to meet me. You know, like, oh, I've watched all your videos. I'm like, and you still want to shake my hand? Okay. Yeah. All right. I hope y'all have a great time. I need to get up to Lab Day and check it out. I've never been up there. Uh, yes. It's, it's worth it to see it once. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get up there. And, and then your vision's 21. And then by the time you work out all the kinks, we'll be ready to go in April. Yeah. That's right. We should know what we're doing. Yeah, and we will. <laughs> well, we appreciate it, sir. I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, telling your story. It's interesting. Yeah, and, and thanks for having me. And, and keep up the good work and what you're doing and, and connecting the whole industry together. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. A huge thanks to Cade for coming on our podcast and having us on his YouTube channel and inviting us to the DLAT meeting in Texas, which is in just three weeks, April 5th and the 6th. Head over to this episode's show notes for a link to register. It looks like it's going to be a great program and have some fantastic after-hours events, so don't miss it. Because you know I don't like after-hour events, if you know me. <laughs> that will be oh so boring. <laughs> just kidding.
And if you're already planning on being there, be sure to stop by the Voices from the Bench Lounge and have a chat with us. We are looking for anyone who wants to be on the podcast. You know, we ended up interviewing 19 people at Lab Day Chicago, and we hope to get just as many there in Texas. Can't wait. Looking totally, totally forward to it. I can't wait to go out of town and travel again and you and I hang out live because I really enjoyed it in LMT. I enjoyed it in Vegas, so I'm really excited. Barb is buying cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and a big belt buckle just for this event. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, okay. Not. Speaking of Lab Day, next week is our 52nd episode. That means our first complete year. Aww. And to celebrate our first year, we sat down with our very first guest we had on the podcast, Renata Bundy. Renata. I love her. I love her accent. I love her. I love what she stands for. Strong, hardcore Polish woman who I'm Polish. So all you people listening, we're strong. Love her. Yeah, she came and sat down with us at Lab Day Chicago. And we also talked to one of her students. Mm -hmm. So please join us next week as we circle back to our first interviewee on our one-year anniversary episode. Make sure you visit noactdental.com or call them. And if you do, please, please, please say you heard it on Voices from the Bench because they've been amazing, supportive to us, Elvis and I. Um, they were our first sponsor. And I really want to make sure that if you do call them, you mention us, please, so that they know that they're getting some response and that you guys are listening and you want to support them just like you've supported us. Thank you. Bilixial, factual strength of 500 <laughs> m- uh, with MHD technology. And I actually did really well. We have never claimed to be professionals. <laughs> yeah, I won't. Trust me. All those that know me know that I have two sides. One is professional and one is fun, which is a good thing. I think it's a good mix. So Sometimes I need one and not the other. And sometimes I get the other when I need the other one. So. Yeah, but you know, they're always both available. And that's really important. <laughs> At all hours of the day. Yeah, pretty much. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. My actual fluctual strength of 500 <laughs> megapixels with HDM technology. I'm ready.